You're listening to Team Talk on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. This is the cruel time of the year of the summer when got to dig a little bit deeper, figure out what we're going to do in sports radio. Sam Hauser with you here on Team Talk till 6.30 tonight, and then the Dodgers wrap up their series with the Rockies at Coors Field in Denver and then get right on a plane to Kauffman Stadium to Kansas City ahead of a weekend series with the Royals. Emmett Sheehan for the Dodgers going to make his third major league start after getting called up here just a few weeks ago. Got the win in his last time out against the Astros. Pitching well so far. 12 innings pitched, two earned runs, seven strikeouts. I mean, he's he's given the Dodgers everything they could have possibly hoped for for somebody that just got called up from the minors, and he's going to get the start tonight. Have it for you here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. But part of the, the summer of sports radio is... We're just we're, we're we're trying to get to a destination. There's an end goal in line, and that's just get us to get us to training camp. You know, it's it's like it's like if you have a if if you have a, a market that has a major league baseball team and an NFL team, and the baseball team is okay or maybe a little bit stinky. Your goal as a fan is just get me to training camp, and then you guys have done your job. That's our entire business. So one of the things that's been going on this week that you may have heard on our ESPN Radio Network shows is they're doing these top five lists around the NFL, whether it's your know, ranking. Uh, so far this week, they've done quarterbacks, they've done wide receivers, they've done fan bases, and today was top five rookies. Now, I mean, obviously none of us have anything to go off of because these guys haven't played their first NFL games yet were making projections based on how much they can impact a team in their rookie seasons. So I decided I want to play this game. Didn't do any earlier in the week, but this one's just an intriguing one because uh, to an extent, I mean, the other ones are also a little bit uninteresting. I, I mean, I get, you know, that we want to talk NFL and it's fun to remember what happened last season. But if we're doing, you know, top five quarterbacks, top five wide receivers, top five running backs, whatever it is, the lists are mostly going to be the same. It's just a matter of what order you want to put them in, and if you want to yell at somebody because they're uh, they're they're number four on the list when they should be number two, those ones are, are are pretty straightforward. This one, you know, some of it's about you know which team do you like, do, you know, what did this player do in college? What kind of impact based on the team that they're going to in the draft? What kind of impact might they have? So this one at least takes a little bit more thought, which made it a little bit more interesting to play. So starting at number five, I'm going to go a little bit deeper for this one. I mean, obviously, you know, most of the conversation, most of the focus is on guys who are first-round draft picks. But for number five, I'm going to go a little bit deeper on this one because the Cowboys... Love the Mountain West, and late day two, day three of the draft is really where this front office has shined the last few years when it comes to draft picks, uh, with Will McClay getting more and more say in that front office and really being one of the one of the stars of, of the NFL draft around the entire NFL the last few years, Will McClay in that front office with the Cowboys. So for number five, this is you know top five rookies for the NFL this season. Number five, I'm going Junior Fayoko. Fourth round pick for the Cowboys out of San Jose State. Saw him here 
in the Mountain West. He was the Conference Defensive Player of the Year, three-time first-team All-Mountain West recipient, and he's got some some solid football blood in his family. I mean, he he's a defensive lineman himself. His cousin is Vita Vea. Won a Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Bucks. One of the better, when he's healthy, one of the better interior defensive linemen in the entire league. And he's got that in his blood. Vita Vea does Junior Fayoko. That's his cousin. Top five in the country last year, Junior, in tackles for loss with 19. He had nine solo sacks on the season as well. And, of course, now he's going up against big boy offensive linemen. But, I mean, we also know there's some big boy offensive linemen in the Mountain West as well. It's not the same thing, and I'm not suggesting that it is. But when a guy has that kind of eye for the quarterback or whoever has the ball, plus, you know, plus anytime you're going into a defense that already has DeMarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons in it anyway, I mean, that's what we saw at different times last year for the Cowboys was that, you know, teams were focusing so much on Micah Parsons that his sack numbers weren't necessarily there as a given, but it was creating room for for other guys, you know, for uh, for Dorrance Armstrong and Odigizua and, and these other guys on the line. So, Junior Fayoko, as long as he doesn't, you know, as long as he doesn't completely just you blew it, botch whatever's to come. Hoping to see him get a good opportunity to get some playing time this year. Moving on, I'm gonna get my my top. I'm gonna get my music here. There we go. And this one might be a little bit controversial because I really do like him. And I think he's going to have a great NFL career. This year, as a rookie, I'm not so sure about it. Number four, I'm going with B. John Robinson. The the top running back in the draft went, went, eight, went eight, eighth overall to the Atlanta Falcons. Playing his college ball in Texas. Part of this goes without saying that if we're going to have a list of the top five rookies, you kind of have to have them on there. It, it, it becomes an invalid list if B. John Robinson isn't on your list of top five, your top five list for rookies. I just have, a, for, for all the hype around him, I just wonder how this is going to fit in, in Atlanta. The quarterback situation is still so up in the air with the Falcons. It seems like they're really not there yet if if they ever will be with Desmond Ritter it, it, his future as far as you know getting the keys to the team as a starting quarterback up in the air you already have uh, you know you already have a guy like Cordero Patterson who is going to you know who's going to get those touches as a as a wide receiver and as a running back at times in different formations so i wonder how you know what the touches are going to be like for Bijan Robinson and how, where and how he's going to do as a as a rookie running back in an offense that has so many question marks around it. I mean, if he was going to a stable uh, a team with a stable offense with a, a solid Pro Bowl level quarterback, couple of good wide receivers, you can slide him in there a lot easier. But I just have a feeling that the Falcons are going to ask more out of Bijan Robinson than they would probably even like to. And that might impact what we see out of him. Because remember, this is just for this season. This is not, you know, who's going to have the best careers. This is just for this season. So, I mean, obviously, B. John Robinson is that talented, a running back, that he's going to go on the list. But just based on the situation that he ended up in, 
I have my reservations. It's more about where he ended up than anything having to do with, with his own capabilities. By the way, I should mention, I should have done this at the top, but not putting quarterbacks in this list. It, it's it's just, it, it, make, it, it makes everything so muddied up given how important quarterbacks are to anything that happens in the NFL that it makes it just so incredibly difficult to put them and non-quarterbacks in the same conversation when it when it comes to doing these rankings. So no quarterbacks in the top five, and, and that's why. I'm, I'm, we, we, can, we can save quarterbacks for another time. But moving on to number three, speaking of the Cowboys, the guy who was right there for them in the second round who I thought they would take, who I thought they should take, and good for the team that ended up getting him one pick later, Osiris Torrance. The guard from the Florida Gators went one pick later to the Buffalo Bills when the Cowboys decided to draft a 24-year-old tight end from Michigan, uh, Luke Schoonmaker. He's the same age as the tight ends the Cowboys already have in their locker room. He's a 24-year-old playing college football. And nothing against him. I mean, I haven't seen him play enough to have much of an opinion on Luke Schoonmaker, but this is about a guy who was the best guard in college football, maybe one of the best offensive linemen overall in college football. He's 6'5", 347, according to ESPN. He's already the biggest offensive lineman on the entire Buffalo Bills roster. And I feel like we've gotten a little bit spoiled when it comes to Zach Martin. Because, I mean, the Cowboys, he was a part of that group that was one of, if not the best offensive line in the NFL for a long, long time. And we've seen... All these other guys on the line deal with injuries at times, and Zach Martin has just been the beacon of consistency and still playing at such a high level. But he's 32 now. He'll turn 33 in the middle of the season, and this is a guy that that can start immediately, and he will. I would imagine he'll he'll start from day one in Buffalo. I mean, he was one, he was the highest graded uh, offensive guard from Pro Football Focus. Everything about him is as much a slam dunk as you can get for somebody who's an offensive lineman and is going to be going into an NFL with behemoths on the other side that he has to guard because he's a behemoth himself. I really liked him as a pick. It was right there for the Cowboys. They decided to go in a different direction, but I still think he's going to be... I mean, I know we don't... We, generally speaking, don't pay that much attention to offensive linemen, but I have a feeling he is going to stand out as one of the, the best rookies come time at the end of the season in the NFL. So I'm going to cheat on this one a little bit, but I'm putting them in a group together, the three of them, because Philadelphia has become Athens North. Eagles drafted three guys from that generational Georgia defense, all three levels of the defense going from Athens, Georgia to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. They're all going to play together. Jalen Carter on the line. Nolan Smith at linebacker who can roam around and be an edge rusher as well. And then Keely Ringo out there in the secondary. There's a rule of thumb when it comes to the draft about taking guys from big schools because those guys played in big games and they played against some of the other top players in college football. So they have that experience coming into the NFL. This goes one step further with a defensive group that will get talked about as one of the all-time legendary greats in the history of college football. 
what they did and you know as part of uh, winning back-to-back national championships how much attention that group got how talented they were how athletic and just everything about them was something that would make any defensive coordinator in the country drool and kudos to the Eagles for for keeping some of those guys together they're going to be teammates now still in the NFL I think it was a smart move they're all great football players I mean obviously there's a there's a lot going on around uh, Jalen Carter off the field eventually that is going to to quiet down and he still deserved to be one of the top picks in the draft but three Georgia teammates going together now in Philadelphia and that gets us to number one again I wanted to play this game today ESPN uh, our, our friends at the network have been doing these top five lists all week when it comes to the NFL just ranking, you know, top five quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, fan bases, whatever it's been. And today was top five rookies. And I finally decided that I wanted to play along with this today. And number one is yet again another guy that we thought the Cowboys might pick. And great value for the Raiders to get him in the second round. It, it, it seemed like a foregone conclusion that he was going to be a first round draft pick. And the Raiders get even more value out of him by taking him early in the second round. Of course, talking about Notre Dame tight end Michael Mayer went to the Las Vegas Raiders in the second round. This is an, he's another guy that you can plug in right away and basically just pick up pick up where Darren Waller left off. I mean, he's not built exactly the same way because most people on planet Earth are not built the way that that Darren Waller is. But as far as a a pass-catching tight end who was in a pro-style offense in Notre Dame, he's going to a a team that likes to feature tight ends. Certainly, Jimmy Garoppolo, George Kittle uh, was one of Jimmy Garoppolo's favorite targets in San Francisco. Last two seasons, George Kittle's been second on the team in receiving in San Francisco. And, of course, Jimmy Garoppolo was a big part of that. Brock Purdy late in the season as well. But even with... Even with Josh McDaniels going back to New England when he when he had uh, when he had Gronk when he had you know when he had Gronk as a feature of that offense and so I'm sure there was some influence there in knowing all of that with who's going to be quarterback and what these guys like I'm sure there was some influence along the way in the Raiders drafting a tight end and a high end tight end at that again extra value by getting him in the second round as far as you know what you're going to pay him and no reason to think that he won't produce and be you know, and and be a go-to target on the Raiders immediately right out of the gate when when the season starts. So there we go. That's tonight's Hinkle Law Offices Top 5. Hinkle Law Offices representing motorcycle riders across New Mexico since 1990. Visit com. There you go. We didn't do a regular Top 5 at 5 today, but our, our friends over at Hinkle Law Offices can still... Uh, we, we appreciate their partnership with the radio station, and they'll get this top five.